0: Today on the Zabecast, the man behind the podcast himself, Chris Broussard of nlutions.com, the guy who helps get your subscriptions untangled, joins me in the Mobile Strike studio to talk about the Wild West of podcasting and his brother's upcoming NBA quarantine. I go to a gun range, and I've got mask questions as well. All that, plus the boy mayor... It's his walk of shame. Your daily Kickstarter of Uncensored Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go.
1: Oh, ho, ho, ho. Here we go!
0: Monday, June 8, 2020. Thank you for joining me. In case you unplugged from the news this weekend, and if you did, congratulations. I bet you had a wonderful weekend. In case you were not following the latest in baseball's negotiations, let me get you up to speed on that. And now you're up to speed. No closer to a baseball season. And frankly, I think it's too late. More on that in a second. But first, Grover, are we near or far from an agreement in baseball? This is near. Mm-hmm. This is far. All right, we're far still. Statement from the players on Sunday. Major League Baseball players accused teams of, quote, depriving America of baseball as part of a money fight set off by the coronavirus pandemic, and they raised the possibility that Rob Manfred might push ahead with a shortened season over the union's objection. Bruce Meyer, the MLBPA chief negotiator, sent the letter to MLB Commissioner Don Halem on Friday. ML Deputy, excuse me, Deputy MLB Commissioner Dan Halem on Friday, threatening that an attempt to play without an agreement could lead players to block any attempt to expand the playoffs and thus deny consent for neutral site games in the postseason. Blah, 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 blah. The league's cynical tactic of depriving America of of baseball, in furtherance of their demand for unwarranted salary concessions is, a short-sighted, is short-sighted and troubling. Meanwhile, other leagues are moving forward with their plans for resumption. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. We are far! This is near. Which we're not. This is far! It's too late. It's too late. The moment's gone. The mood is past. It's too late. Damn late. This is like that party that you got into an argument over with your wife. Maybe she wanted to have it or you did and she did and vice versa. doesn't matter. You go back and forth. It's a knockdown dragout. There's going to be too many people here. I don't want to. I'm going to the ball game that day. Oh, who's? How are we going to pay for the food? Who's going to clean? You argue over it and then finally one side gives in. Fine. We're going to have the party. All right, well, I mean, but I don't want you to be mad about it. I'm not mad. Who says I'm mad? Let's have the party. It's fine. Well, I'll, I'll get ready for the party. It's fine. Well, you sound like you're mad. I'm not mad. No, I said have the party. Is that not enough? Have the party. Same dynamic. It's too late, baseball. You come back now, people are going to go, oh. great. You have blown it. Blown it entirely. Nobody is going to have a feel good vibe at this point for baseball. The plan was to come roaring out of the gate on July 4th weekend. Well, lucky, lucky. I said we had time all this time, and boy, time is moving now. Three weeks away, basically. Three weeks, well, four weeks away, and you got nothing. Good job, baseball. And by good job, you, you know what I mean. Conor McGregor retires this weekend, allegedly. I'm going to give that the amount of seriousness that it deserves, which is, uh, yeah, no. Boxing retirements and MMA retirements, they're written on a dry erase pad or board. Pad? Who has a pad? It's a dry erase thing, idiot. Doesn't come in a pad. You don't need a pad It's one. I know. I made a mistake. Retirements in boxing and MMA are written on a dry erase board. I'm retired, and wipe it off. Almost like when Michael Scott de- declared bankruptcy. I declare Now No, that's, that's not how it works. Conor McGregor is not retired, but he announced it this weekend. Hey, how about that? Apparently a really good UFC card. I did not watch it. Sorry about that, but apparently uh, Amanda Nunez dominated in her bout. That was one of the headline bouts that I saw promoted. So she's still dominant in that regard, and MMA continues. And on Friday, Dana White said, Fight Island is on. They're working on it as we speak. They may have an octagon down by the water. That could be cool. PGA Tour resumes this week in Texas at the Charles Schwab Challenge, and the field is stacked. 17 of the top 20 in the world rankings – A total field of 148. There's a handful of sponsors exemptions that make you go, wait, what? Scott McCarron is one of them. Uh, Bernhard Langer, who's like 60, is one of them. Steve Stricker is playing. Tom Lehman is playing in this thing. Only guy really not playing is Tiger for reasons that I don't fully understand, but it's his schedule. So good to have the tour back this week. Giannis marched in Milwaukee over the weekend. Good for him. And he said, I want my kids to feel safe growing up here in Milwaukee. And I'm like, A, I do too. B, where are your kids going to grow up? Milwaukee? Yes. Giannis, Giannis. So can we count that as a firm yes to the Supermax extension that, You're going to retire a Milwaukee buck. Can can, can we, can we, can we Roger Goodell on Friday, late Friday news dump records a video on Twitter doing exactly what the players said they wanted him in the league to do. Apologize for not listening sooner to Colin Kaepernick's protest and the players. And sure enough, Roger Goodell danced the tune they wanted. Apparently, The owners didn't have a whole lot of say in this. Goodell just went out there and did it. Here's the problem. You know it's not going to be enough. You know that he is not going to get universal praise. I saw some people saying, okay, this is a good start. Others are saying, too late, about three years late on this. Some took issue with the fact he didn't say Colin Kaepernick's name. Will there be a push now to get Kaepernick signed? And if so... Does Kaepernick want to play? I don't know. I don't know. Another question. This is a genuine question. Why doesn't Kaepernick speak? Kaepernick has grown into a tremendously outsized figure in the movement, and you would think with that kind of power, he would speak from time to time. Now, maybe some would say he doesn't need to speak. That Kaepernick's stance and his voice is being felt throughout cities in America. Or maybe he's, I don't know, afraid of saying the wrong thing? Is that possible? They wouldn't turn on Kaepernick, would they? Hold that thought for the end of the podcast, speaking of turning on people you thought were your allies. Anyhow, this is all the result of Goodell's weak leadership that lacked foresight and conviction, and I said it. From the very start of this anthem protest, I said he needs to nip it, nip it, nip it in the bud. And by nip it, I don't mean quash it. I don't mean be heartless or indifferent to it. What Goodell needed to do was to say forcefully, we don't want the anthem being the backdrop for protests, no matter how worthy they are, no matter how of the moment they might be. No matter how big the issue is for whatever percentage of our players, that's not what we want the anthem for. The anthem is part of our game presentation as a unifying moment for the whole country and for everyone in the stands and the players to stand respectfully so that we can say, hey, America, she ain't perfect. And we still striving, but guess what? Still a pretty darn good place. He could have said, basically, Goodell, I want the NBA model. I will trade off maybe some leeway in, you know, talking about your issues, but I'm, I'm not going to stand for it during the anthem. This is an important part of our presentation. It's important for these reasons, and I'll have what the NBA's eating because that's what the NBA got. Well, Goodell did not go that route. He tried to placate, and the notion that the NFL didn't listen earlier, what, what was the players' coalition with uh, Malcolm Jenkins and Eric Reid and others all about. Didn't the NFL donate money and resources? Didn't they give up one of their most valuable pieces of real estate, the halftime show, to Jay-Z, the most prominent African-American figure in music and entertainment? I guess all that wasn't enough still. Okay. We'll see what's next. Finally, two years ago Sunday, the Capitals win the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas, Game five, I was there in person. It was a glorious, hot, but dry day as it is in the desert. Not so hot that I couldn't wear my cap's jersey walking in in broad daylight, nor did I not, I mean, and I loved wearing it in the cooler evening once we tumbled out of the arena. What a day it was. What a night it was. All thanks to my guy, Peter Bartell, in Milwaukee, who was just so kind to me. He's a listener, and he said, I got a ticket, I got a place, a hotel for you if you want to come out. You get the airfare, come on out, be part of our crew. Him and Scott Ford, who is the assistant coach of the Milwaukee Admirals and some of Fordo's knucklehead goon buddies from the minor league hockey days, I I haven't had a better weekend or a better birthday weekend than I did two years ago. Man, was that amazing. Thank you, PD Bartell, two years ago. All right, let's talk some podcasting, shall we? All right, we are in the Mobile Strike studio. My man, Chris Broussard from Enlutions.com, your number one web, marketing, newsletter, money-making, make-it-rain podcast company, Enlutions.com. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm great. You tired of getting emails from my listeners? No. As I I lateral them to you, they email me, I can't (laughs) sign up for the podcast. I'm like, boom. CB, question mark. Yeah, CB, handle it. CB, handle it. CB, handle it. Now, you know, the changeover has been pretty smooth, all things considered. And we're almost home to what we figure will be the conversion. There'll be a handful of people that just get the door slammed on their fingers because we're going to close Libsyn here shortly, right? When are we closing Libsyn? When when is the old platform going They have said
1: that starting this week they're not renewing anybody new. But I'll believe it when I see it. But we were supposed to do it June 1st, no new renewals. But we were supposed to be off that platform completely June
0: 30th. Do you know how confusing podcasts are to people who have never listened to them? Like, where are they? Where are they? Where? Hey, Mom, you should listen to this podcast. Where do I find it? On the Internet. It exists in a multitude of different places.
1: Well, and that's what a podcast is supposed to be in multiple places it's not a radio show it's not one channel at 4 p.m there it is a podcast is supposed to be i can get it wherever i want it
0: okay so but it's creators like me and others will create a podcast will upload it to a distributor Either Libsyn, uh, Liberated Syndication, mm-hmm. or Red Circle, yep. or Spotify is now in the game. They just paid a lot of money for Joe Rogan. We'll talk about that in a sort second. Sort of, yeah. And basically, they how do they work it? Like They're the ones that catch the audio and then fling it to all these different applications, apps yeah. on your phones. There's, well, there's-, there's the Apple Podcasts app. That will collect and aggregate and play your favorite podcasts. Right. So, what else is there? There's Podbean.
1: There's Podbean. There's Overcast. There's um, um, Google has one. Google has one. I mean, if you think about it, there's the producer. There's you. Yep. That create the creator. creator. There's the creator. There's companies like Lipson and Red Circle. Podbean does it a little bit where they're, you would say distributors. Yeah. That they you load it, we upload it once. They're stores. And then it gets, right. well, no, actually what they do is they're the middleman almost. They're the UPS or FedEx where you, you upload it once to them and, and they, then that gets blasted out right. to all the different podcast apps. Apple Podcast being by far the biggest and the best in many cases because they actually keep things open. But it goes to Apple, it goes to Overcast, it goes to Podcast. Or uh, Podbean. It goes to all those different platforms out there. It goes to Google. Spotify is now a destination where they will take that podcast, but they will not take the premium
0: podcast anymore. Right. That's another element mm. to this where some platforms allow creators like me right. uh, to go ahead and charge for some element of the podcast, depending right. on how you do it. And there's a million different ways. We put Fridays behind the wall. Right. And you can get four days for free. Hopefully, get you hooked, and then you're like, "I gotta have Fridays." Mm-hmm. Or you can. I think we've got a, a number of subscribers that throw us the five bucks a month just to keep us motivated and as an appreciation right. yeah. for the first four days. Right.
1: But the idea is that the the end unit, and, and we were in a, I'd, I'd say a, somewhat of a bad situation with Lipson, and that we were bound to the Zabecast app. And I, we've heard from lots of people saying, "I love the Zabecast app," but we have. 18 months of emails from people that say, I hate that fucking app. Right. And it's not, you know, and we were off Google for a couple of weeks. It becomes a huge issue. And in and, and many cases, that's not the idea principle of a podcast is that you should be able to listen to it on whatever
0: app you want. That should be the end destination of that podcast. Here, let's bring Mike back into this. How many podcasts do you listen to? Uh, that would be zero, but I'm learning. Well, so thank you. One. You, for, you right. know, there there are podcasts you would like. There's golf podcasts. I'm sure there are. Because yes. you like golf. You like the Cowboys. I do. You I like, know. what else do you like? Golf? Nothing. Janice, what else does your man like there? Golf? He likes the Cowboys. Twitter. Twitter? He likes Club Pro <laughs> Guy. <laughs> yeah. When is Club Pro <laughs> Guy going to start a podcast? Or is that We're too Or be on ours? He won't do a lot of stuff. He's very reclusive. Old Club Pro Guy.
1: Well, I think we should take the... You don't have much band, time to listen okay. to Down to Texas.
0: Well, that is true. And right? you know how much especially yard either. these days. Right. Especially <laughs> when my commute is stairs down to the <laughs> first stairs floor. Stairs down to the first floor. Yeah. I will listen to podcasts when I'm on the mower, because that's three hours of boredom, riding the big orange horse, as I call it, the Kubota. Other people that take long-haul drives, salesmen that cover mm-hmm. a big territory, that have a lot of empty hours, they love podcasts. Metro Riders. Um, Metro Riders are big as well. I call podcasting Netflix for your ears, Mikey. It's Netflix for your ears. And there's a lot of smart, interesting, and connected people doing podcasts. And there's a lot of dumb podcasts. Hey, do a podcast. There's been more
1: podcasts over the last three months. Libsyn was, you know, they, they, there's been more launched in the last three months than at any other time. <laughs> Not sure. a lot of good ones. but Right.
0: Right. That's the thing. And some of the popular ones, I'll listen to, and I'll go, eh, man, mm-hmm. uh, it's not that good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting the whole game that that is podcasting. But it's anyway. still
1: the wild wild west. I mean, that's well, that's the thing. I mean, there's so many different platforms, and how do you get the premium versus non-premium? And the, you know, is is advertising gonna be able to support a lot of these, or not? You know, I mean, that's like the old dot com days.
0: Yeah, we started it saying we're not going to chase advertising if it comes to us, then we'll do it. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing. And and you're going to hear some advertisements, and you're going to have to fast forward through them. Or listen to them. Like, I'll listen to advertising some really long spots, unlike the Office Ladies podcast with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Have you listened to them? I have. And? doesn't do it for me. Because? Too chatty, too girl-like, where they're all over the place because they're best friends. We're we're talking about the episodes. It it insists upon itself. (laughs) It insists upon itself. It just feels too forced. I think it's genuine. If I could coach the ladies up, and I'm sure they don't want to hear from me on this, but I am a broadcast professional. I'd say stop obsessing about how your hair was that day. Get deeper into the meaning of the episodes, what resonated with you. I don't mind nuggets and Easter eggs. Oh, by the way, did you see the coffee cup on Stanley's desk? Yeah. One or two of those. Sprinkle them in. And they don't play very many sound clips from the show, which makes me wonder, is it because of copyright? Are they allowed, you mean? Yes. They've played a couple, but they don't play very many. And I'm like, play more. Play if I, if I was their producer i'd be like you got to play 5 clips per podcast
1: and it would be even better if they played some outtakes like that if it would was indoors well. i mean i mean it's all about right now i don't know what the syndication i don't know what they make off of every netflix view or was it on hulu now only right but you know play some outtakes talk about the behind the scenes yeah. stuff that and maybe they, didn't they do. make
0: it and they do and they'll bring on guest uh stars you know they had uh you know, creed on one episode they yeah. had uh, the super hot Melora Harden. Oh such yeah, such a great character. Did you ever watch The Office, Mike? No. Yeah, you've messed out. You watch Game yeah. of Thrones, right? I did. Did you watch very Breaking good. Bad, right? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. You watched uh, Sopranos, right? Yes, I did. Okay. You watched The Wire.
1: I uh, like first two or three seasons. I think.
0: Okay. Did you watch it's The Americans? Good. No, haven't seen that. The thing. office you'd like, I think. Everyone says it's outstanding. I've okay. seen episodes here and there. I okay. better watch it
1: soon because a lot of the episodes are going to you mean? Away. They're talking about the uh, was it the uh, the one where Michael Scott with the uh, racial tolerance
0: episode? No, Is
1: diversity day. It's diversity uh, day.
0: Diversity day will no longer be viewable because of wokeness. That's you got.
1: That's what I heard from the back the
0: back seat of my car of my two teenagers last night. Fucking. Is
1: that going to stay up there? Wow.
0: (laughs) I mean, the show is cringy. That's what made it so great. Of course. Of course. That's what (laughs) made it funny. Anyway, back to podcasting. So we moved to Red Circle because they had a number of advantages, including this thing called an RSS feed, which is something that creators can have more control over. It's like your direct DNA code to be able to fling this podcast to virtually, virtually every platform. We found out, though... That Google and Spotify, Spotify are now not playing nice for the premium for premium, premium RSS, right? People. Exactly. They, they take the free one, exactly.
1: But so, they don't want. They won't let you yeah. add your own private RSS. And we
0: have no idea who in the future is going to say, you know what, we're not playing ball anymore. So it, it's, it's going to be a interesting. Favorite, yeah.
1: it, it's going to be interesting the way that it plays out. Because the thing with the Joe Rogan podcast is. So what he did is his was, I don't know who his distributor was, what platform he was using for sending it out. I don't remember. But now he's moving to Spotify. And it's going to be, you'll still be able to download Joe Rogan's podcast to your Apple podcast app till January. Starting January 1, you will only be able to get that on
0: Spotify. Right. Spotify it's for their money. Premium. And they- Spotify for premium. Oh, right, right, exactly. So, They're going to make you pay because they've got to recoup the money. They paid them $100 million for a podcast. Is that the richest podcast deal ever? Is it akin oh, to Howard yeah. Stern well, it's when he the signed same, with Sirius XM, Well,
1: it, it, it's $100 million potential. It's not $100 million in cash, by apparently. It's and,
0: stock uh, options.
1: I would assume, or maybe okay. a cut of the i don 't know what they're going to do about advertising. a huge number of his views come off of youtube
0: that 's the other that 's going
1: away apparently okay. maybe who knows but where I mean, wheres he runs, the, where's
0: tw- the video element of his show going to be people I think like I the think video element.
1: maybe that's going to be on Spotify maybe is going to start adding that component to it i don 't know, but it's it, it's the reports are that it could be valued as much as a hundred million dollars so it's the same thing as howard stern's deal where he didn't get a hundred million dollars in cash he got a hundred million dollars plus he got got serious yeah. xm stock or right. i don't know i think it was serious at the time which,
0: which i think he bitched one time about how les moonves fucked him out of it or something yeah like that. on I mean, the air he was just like going on and yeah. on and on and i know i sat there listening going shut the fuck up you're yeah. so rich. Fuck you. And the Spotify stock,
1: since they went public last year, it was an interesting offering. But, I mean, it's done okay. It's not through the roof. So it'll, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's it's a, it's a home run swing, I think, for Spotify to say, we're in the podcasting
0: game. Right. We went and got the number one guy.
1: Right? Yeah. And they, they're going right at Apple. That's the only person they're going after. Huh. Because... Now you won't be able to listen to Joe Rogan on Apple Podcast app, which again, our downloads, ninety percent of them are Apple. Are they really? Okay. Yeah, Apple. It shows up as Apple Media. It's Apple Podcast. Mm. That's where most of the okay. downloads fall because theirs is really the best. But
0: how, how is uh what what, what was the Jay Z streaming service title? was uh, that called again? Not title, something like that, like I a wave know. or something, but it was it, it was more expensive with fewer artists than yeah. like the others. It was
1: like Neil Young's MP3 player that was like four hundred dollars, and you could put ten songs on it.
0: <laughs> Neil Young had an MP3 player.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a super high fidelity MP3 player because you know you listen to you, know, you listen to a streaming MP3 through your blues, you right. know, Bluetooth. It sounds, and then if you put a CD in sounds like crap so it was like basically the equivalent of like a cd quality mp3 player got it yeah and I, it, the sound was unbelievable but you could only hold 10 songs because <laughs> they were 10 huge because they were huge i mean that's the thing mp3 strips out so many of the tracks that right. if you put a cd player and next to an mp3 play audio It's so much thinner.
0: Do you think the end product of the Zabecast is sufficient quality? The audio? Yeah. Is it robust enough? It's way better than most. I melt it. Thank you. I melt it down to 128 kilobits on an MP3, which I think is kind of a standard level. Yeah. And when I listen to it, it sounds good, and I try to use good microphones. (laughs) And the old Rodecaster Pro, which puts a little bit of um, processing on the mics, you, you're on a headset right now, which right. is a lesser mic quality. It drives me crazy that you're not on a similar mic as this, but only me, probably. Well, you're the only one that counts. Well, that's the only thing. The only one that matters. So. Well, as the old saying goes, it's like the carpenter who knows there's a nail sticking out in the tiniest corner up inside a cabinet where nobody is ever going to see it. If you know it's there, it'll bother you. So anyway. Yep. So uh so Rogan, I mean he's huge. Corolla Biggest. is huge. Yeah. Uh is Steven Crowder a podcast, Louder with Crowder, or is he more of a YouTube YouTuber?
1: I think he's a YouTuber. I, I think there is actually a podcast tied to it. Okay. I believe. But well, I mean this- he started well Rogan too started primarily, I mean the YouTube doing those sit down videos. Okay. I and mean, that's where he primarily started
0: with those talks i believe okay i mean the, uh, the, the, pardon my take obviously barstool huge podcast yeah you listen to those guys <laughs> no a, it's like really.
1: it's like the what's the what's the other one who's your the the two women from barstool
0: oh spit and chicklet no that's no, the hockey one the, uh they just went through the whole oh yeah call my daddy call my dad call, call her, me daddy call her daddy call her daddy yeah yeah where they were dishing on their romantic trysts in New York City. And it was, yeah. It, yeah I mean, it's huge. It's, it, it's it one of the huge. biggest. Right.
1: But, I mean, the biggest one for the guy who's created it, I would say, Who well, not created it, but made it. Mark Maron was really the guy.
0: Mark Maron, he still <clears throat> does a podcast. He does. And he's still huge, right?
1: He's still pretty, pretty big, yeah. Okay. I mean, not as, I don't think as big as he was a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, you know, I think he's run out of people to talk to. He's that also severely happen. depressed. So, I mean, is it gets. He really? a little, he's always battled depression, and then he just lost his uh, girlfriend. Oh, shit. So it's, I don't know. That I haven't sucks. listened to it in a while. It gets a little. Yeah. Well,
0: anyway, um, yeah. we're happy that everyone has jumped over to Red Circle. Yeah. Um, email us if you have any problems. Chris will untangle you. Patience yeah. of the, same. the only The
1: only thing I ask is to save time when you email us. Tell us what device you're working on and what app. That saves the, sorry, you're having a problem, which app are you trying to use? Got it. So if you just email us and you say, hey, I can't get it to play, most of the time where this is being an issue is that they haven't linked their app to that private RSS feed for the premium. And all you got to do is log into your Red Circle account, hit listen an app, pick your app, and that will... Match those two up because every single person has a private RSS feed. Okay, for this for the premium podcast. Once you get that, it's usually that's usually the issue is that they've subscribed to the show and then they downloaded or they went to Apple and they didn't make that connection. Right, you kind of got to do it through Red Circle and jump over and you know you're th- you're through. And then okay. the other aspect where some people have gotten confused is there's actually two shows,
0: right. There's the free show there's and there's the, the free, premium show, so you have to subscribe to so both.
1: looking back, we probably should have named them two different things, but oh, at well. this point, it's too
0: late. Mike, um, all right, so just to put this to bed. All right, so there's that. Chris Broussard, not the Chris Broussard no. who is on Fox Sports Radio now, used to be on ESPN, covers the NBA. Used to be yeah, writer for New York Times. The Weird twist is that your mm. brother, also a broussard, yeah, works, it works. Yeah. for the NBA as their senior director of media relations. Yes. Yeah. So when he was a,
1: when Chris Broussard was a writer, uh huh, not on TV. Everyone would always ask him, "Hey, is Chris Broussard your brother?" And he would say, yeah, absolutely. And they'd look yeah, at like his Chris, skin, Burchard, six, and Chris six <laughs> Broussard, six foot wide. And yeah, my brother like, is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's your brother's name? Mark. Mark. Okay. Mark. So Mark is getting ready to decamp to Orlando, Camp Orlando for the summer and the early fall. And you say that he is going to have to stay quarantined for seven days in his room before they let him out.
1: That's the word. Yeah, they're supposed <laughs> to go down there, and all meals served. You know, it'll be seven days, days in a room. hotel room,
0: not even leaving the hotel room. I asked the question. I said, "Brutal." I brutal. I said, "Is it going to be a suite at least?" And you're like, "Nope, no standard double yeah, <laughs> with a <probably>. desk <laughs> and, and a view overlooking the yeah. trash dumpsters behind yeah. the resort." So, so it's
1: a little bit. I mean, normally he's gone from the middle of the conference finals through the draft yeah depending on where it is and
0: you know that back and forth i don't i don't know if i could do it like i know it's it sounds soft because people are in prison for much longer than seven days you know we're driven by the search for better when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/slash ZABE. Just go to Indeed.com/slash ZABE right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com/slash ZABE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And who's mandating the seven-day quarantine? The NBA. I mean, yeah, for, yeah. yeah, for creating that nice, tight coronavirus it's not, bubble. I don't or, think
1: they've completely locked it down exactly how they're going to do it, but that's sort of the screening process of, you know, again, he's at the league office, so normally all of this stuff is handled by the teams. This is obviously, uh, for the lack of a better word,
0: unprecedented times. Of course, in these challenging times, times in yes. these unprecedented times. But, so. I'm not sure what I'd do for seven days in the hotel room, other than go crazy. Be well, this they'll huge, be working. I mean... Of course, but there'd be this huge urge to get out in the hallway and just run naked <laughs> to the ice machine. I'm free! Yeah. I'm I was going to see it. That is such a confinement. It's so weird. It's weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it'll be three months, basically. I mean, it's... it's I mean, Would you
0: mark the days somehow? <laughs> or would you try to like Tom not? Hanks on cast away <laughs> <laughs> right I should, I should send him a Wilson should, volleyball yes bring him a Wilson volleyball <laughs> and prop it up on the on the nightstand Wilson. <laughs> will he have free pay-per-view hopefully all the movies he can watch hopefully the NBA springs for that who knows right who knows who yeah. knows yeah it's It's hard
1: for him. I mean, I don't know how he does it normally when he's gone for usually seven weeks, eight weeks.
0: Yeah, he's traveling, hotel, 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 city, city, airplane, airplane. But at least he gets... Well, you get out and about. You see people. That's the thing. Yeah. Not seeing anybody for seven days. It's craziness. I mean, I don't even know how they're going to handle the media. Is he going to have a balcony? (laughs) Like, I'm very curious. (laughs) I think with a balcony, I could do it, Mikey. I don't think if I didn't have a balcony, I could do it. Well, it should get everybody on a low floor because I wonder if we could get them on the show. think about taking a jump. Yeah, get them <laughs> on the show if you want. So, um it's been a, it's been a suck minus year for the league. Starting with Kobe Bryant's death. No, I go back to that. Oh, the start of the season preseason in, China, in Hong Kong China, with the Hong protesters Kong, and the controversy half the half the
1: NBA was in Japan, half of the league office, you know, they do the abroad preseason. So you had Half of the league office in Japan, half of them in China, and then that all comes down in China. And I mean, that was, it, it was, the way all that was handled was unfortunate, but there was very real concern by the NBA league office about the safety of personnel in China meaning during they, that time.
0: Meaning they could be arrested.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my brother has had opportunities. You're under guard the entire time you're there. Right. You from could when be, you land.
0: You could be detained. Look at the... Look so at he, the he, remember the UCLA players that Trump had to yeah. bail out? Yeah. They don't fuck around. Okay.
1: No. He he flew in once to Macau, and they spent... he was a, I don't remember it was... The L.A. Clippers were there. He spent a few days in Macau. They had a game, then they flew to Beijing, I think, or Shanghai. Played a couple more games, and then they all went to the airport. He flew from Macau to Beijing or wherever on the... Clippers charter plane, because his league office just yeah. traveled with them, spends a few days. They're about to leave. He's got a ticket from Beijing to Newark, New Jersey. They tell him, "No, you came in on that plane with the Clippers. You have to get on that plane." And he was like, uh, "But I'm going to Newark. The plane's gone." And the guy's standing there with a rifle, rifle going. You're no. getting on that plane.
0: <laughs> at that point.
1: At that point, you get on that I plane. I get on the
0: next wow. fucking plane out and of the you Macau. land
1: in LAX at 6 a.m. in the morning. Get and back you walk on up another to, plane. And you walk up to the counter and say, say yes, I, I would like a ticket, ticket to, to Newark. Newark.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. So that was, I mean, right, that so was a real start: It thing. starts with that. And, of course, it all started with a tweet. Just a yeah, tweet just a from tweet. Daryl Morey. Yeah. And the impact of that, I mean, the Chinese do not play soft. They no. play for keeps. They play the long game. And they don't fuck around. So the NBA is looking at, well, we could lose a billion dollars easily if China cuts us off. And they would do it In just to make a point. So we need to tiptoe, tiptoe, tiptoe. So it starts with that.
1: And then You're, David
0: Stern. Well, let's back up. For the, for, let's go 365 days of the NBA's worst year ever. Starting with... Durant blowing out his Achilles, and Klay okay. Thompson blowing mm-hmm. out his knee, which, no offense to the Raptors, they're not winning that series. If It's not even a close series if right. the Warriors are at full strength. So that was the and start of winning it. The
1: MVP wins. The MVP of the NBA Finals wins the NBA Finals and, and says, see ya. Peace see ya. Out. But, I mean, he's not even... Yeah, He barely even makes it to the end of the
0: parade route. With Kawhi laughing <laughs> 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 on his way to L.A. So then the season starts with that fiasco in Hong Kong. Then Kobe Bryant dies. Then, you keep skipping over it. What?
1: Zion starts off preseason with oh, a bang. That's right. He gets injured right away. He's right. the new star player. Right after New Year's, David Stern has an aneurysm. Dies dies that was kobe Kobe bryant Bryant dies two weeks three weeks later
0: then the rudy gobert pandemic not just the league shutting down everyone is going to shut down but the way it happened was like you dumb fuck yeah so that was dumb right and and now they're going to restart at least they've had the smoothest restart along with the nhl at least they're not major league baseball they're taking too long in my opinion they're being too cautious, in my opinion. Hell, people are going to be on Space Mountain in line, but they're not going to let them in to watch an NBA game? Let 1,000 people in to watch the NBA games at Disney. What the fuck? Well, it's...
1: Do you know where the games are even played? I don't even know where at, the games are being played. The, are they going to be at the Orlando Arena? There, or?
0: No, no, no. There's a Disney Wild World of Sports court and arena. Mm-hmm. I was there once to see a Globetrotter game, and it's nice. It's small, though. So let 1,000 fans. Who cares? Either way... I think it's a missed
1: opportunity to have some of these games and... Like, have it at Springfield College where they invented ba-
0: basketball. No, because you got br- to bring Cameron. all the bubble with you and the <laughs> testing. And you have to quarantine your brother in Springfield, Mass. He's not going <laughs> to like that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, hopefully the rest of the season goes off okay. Season, yeah. Yeah, that's what's left of it. What it is. I mean, I hope by the finals or the semis we get some fans in the stand. That's all. I hope they can do that. We'll see about that. If they
1: don't, I, I would love to hear the commentary of just, I mean.
0: The live mics on the court? The live
1: mics on the court. Yeah, well, I mean, that to me would be interesting. A few times yeah. when you hear that, some of the sports, like some of the football games. Like, I think it would be phenomenal yeah. to watch
0: an NFL game with sure just live mics. Sure. But in the, with the NBA, you can't air that. Do you know how many nope. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker, and other words that we couldn't possibly say that are going to be in there? I want to hear them. Mm-hmm. But, wow. And then yeah. agents would be like, cut those mics off. That's not making my client look good, you know? Yeah. He just called somebody, you know, a cocksucking bitch. Right.
1: But the, <laughs> but the, the audio you heard from the last dance of the the Dream Team. Yeah. And those scrimmages. Those are good. I mean, those games... My brother was not lucky enough to be at that first one. That's when he had just started the NBA, but everyone Mm -hmm. that was there said that those games were the best basketball games they've ever seen, period.
0: That's what they say. Something tells me someone doth exaggerate a little bit. But no, I'm no, sure no, these they guys were have seen incre- a lot of games. They were incredible talent, no question. The, the footage yeah. I saw, the footage looked bad, so you're kind of like, can well, you tell? Was it a real game? It didn't look like an NBA game. That's well, there was,
1: there was that, and then there was the, the first game. The, when they started that training camp, Krzyzewski brought in 10 college kids to scrimmage against the Dream Team. And they got crushed. And the college kids beat them. Oh, th- the first game. Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, it was a good team. I mean, it was Grant Hill. It was Bobby Hurley. It was. Huh. It was a. It was a deep bench, and Shishovsky brought him in and coached them up. And fuck him. The college kids won that first Monday, game, and fuck then the that next guy. day,
0: Jordan. She she then it was personal. Coached him up. <laughs> no, the dream team was hungover. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and they didn't give a shit the first game, and they're like, yeah. oh, okay, they got lucky and beat us. Then it got personal. Then it right, <laughs> Jordan. Then I took it personally. (laughs) Imagine the daily things that Michael Jordan takes personally in his life. (laughs) A red light that doesn't cycle fast enough. It was personal. Right. Waiting two cycles through a left turn because somebody was slow (laughs) to look up from their phone. I took it personal. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right, boys. Are we good on the podcast? I think we're good. That's a wrap here from the Mobile Strike Studio. Westfield. Getting this thing out. Where should we take it next? Take it down to a Redskin Cowboy game in Dallas, Mike. You got a driver that can long haul us. And we can non-stop. Janice will do it. Janice will do it? Yeah, Janice, she's, you do it. She needs okay. She's, almost retired. It's the work. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? the work. All right. Okay. Give, give her eight bucks an hour. She's in. All right. Well, that's a little.
1: Yeah, that might be a little much.
0: We have budget for eight an hour, or no? Eight dollars an hour. Yeah, eight dollars. Eight dollars. That's a whole month subscription. Now what's one the definition
1: list. of an hour? Is this
0: <laughs> is it a union? <laughs> is it a union hour or a is it l- a lawyer lawyer hour? <laughs> right. right, one fax is an hour. It's the smallest <laughs> unit. Five minutes to fax. It would have taken an hour. All
1: right.
0: Okay, wrapping up here. I'll be honest. I don't have the strength or the time, or the heart to go through all the protest, riot, coronavirus stuff, because it's just all so overwhelmingly depressing, frankly. The only thing I'm going to ask of you people listening is if you have a a way to think about all this to help you cope or to reassure you, just let me know. I could use some of that right now, because so much of what I'm seeing, I'm like, we're, we're living in crazy land. Up is down, black is white, right is wrong, good is bad, nothing makes sense anymore. And there are many, many people who seemingly with the utmost of conviction believe something that many of us find to be not only absolutely false, but abhorrent. How do you cope realizing this? Realizing we've got to find a way to share a country with people that think this way. I don't know. Maybe it's the silent majority theory that could give you a bit of peace of mind. Like, look, there's a lot of people that believe a lot of nutty stuff, but the media is amplifying that. And that's not indicative of at least, let's call it 51% of the country. Remember, as many people turned out for protests over the weekend, it's probably still less than 1% of the whole country. I mean, I was trying to add it up like, man, that's a huge crowd in Philly. Is that 100,000, 200,000? So I start doing the math, which is always dangerous. If you had 100,000 people out in 30 major American cities, that's 3 million people. That's still less than 1%. That means 99% of the country was going about its business living peaceably and enjoying life and being kind to their neighbors of all colors. Living, praying, worshiping, you name it. Well, there's that theory. The other theory would be the pendulum theory, which says, look, Things swing. The pendulum swings. It will swing back that this is a heated time in our nation right now, and things are going to come back to a somewhat of an equilibrium. There's that theory. There's the theory of nothing lasts forever. We get bored as a nation. We get bored of everything, even rightful causes and big hot flashpoint moments in history. You know, I don't know. maybe, Maybe we'll see a whole nother week. Of protesting. We'll see. So, I don't know. But I I see some things and I say, how do you even deal with that exactly? Here, let me just, I'm just going to scroll here. A couple things, things I bookmarked. Uh, Drew Brees' wife, Brittany, issued an apology saying, we are the problem. Oof. All those years in New Orleans and all that money raised and all those good deeds and we're the problem. Okay. STFU Hillary is trending today. (laughs) Someone said, is it Christmas? I guess Hillary was complaining in an interview about the way Bernie Sanders and his supporters treated her in 2016. I think people on the left are like, enough of you already. Know the moment. Shut it. Zip it. Uh, James Bennett, the editorial page editor of the New York Times, who allowed the op-ed by Senator and Army veteran Tom Cotton after exhaustive back and forth and vetting, has resigned. Even though he is no doubt a rock-solid, diehard, left-leaning journalist, he wasn't left enough. The young Jacobins, I think that's how you say it, Jacobins, Jacobins, at the New York Times said, that's it. We can't tolerate working under you. You're out. It was like a coup d'etat. Not liberal enough. Crazy. Elmer Fudd has been stripped of his rifle in the new Looney Tunes cartoon series. You gotta be kidding me. HBO Warner Brothers said, yeah, when we're drawing the new ones, we're not gonna do the rifle anymore. So you gotta get the vintage one with the rifle. Kid-a-wabbit, kid-a-wabbit. Apparently, Elmer Fudd's gonna have a scythe, but he's not gonna have a rifle. Okay, then. Police chiefs, including... Milwaukee Police Chief Alfonso Morales heckled as he walked out of a protest. We don't want you here. A Naval Academy trustee asked to resign Saturday after racially insensitive comments were captured on Facebook video. New York Police Department cops warned to watch out for concrete-filled tennis balls during protests. Good grief. Speaking of which, one report said as many as 600 New York City police officers have already Tendered their resignation. And can you blame them? Or retired? They're like, you know what? Now's probably a pretty good time to get out. Twenty. Here's a headline for you, BBC News. 27 police officers injured during largely peaceful anti-racism protests. Wow. Only a state broadcaster could have published that. Emma Watson receives backlash for Black Lives Matter post. I can't believe it was opposed criticizing Black Lives Matter, and yet it still wasn't enough. Some people were comparing Antifa to the troops that liberated Europe on D-Day since D-Day was over the weekend. Right. Somebody points out, hey, if Antifa was the, if, D, if the troops on D-Day were the original Antifa, anti-fascists, then how come they defaced their own memorial in D.C. this week, which they did? Ooh. That's one to make you think, huh? Here's a tweet. Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. were documentaries. Yeah, apparently. U.S. companies flood civil rights groups with donations. The revolution will be corporatized. Then there's this. My man Dave Ross points out that CNN focuses on one thing and one thing only, pounds it, 24-7, for three months, it's coronavirus, 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 and now it's, whoop, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. He took a screenshot of how um, nowadays on CNN, you have to sign up for their newsletter. <laughs> He's like, a newsletter? You got no time on your 24-hour cable news network for that. University of Cincinnati baseball player starts petition, petition to rename Marge Shot Stadium. Well, of course. Man arrested for wearing blackface to anti-black black racism protest in Toronto. Not cool. Bill de Blasio to shift New York Police Department funding to local youth groups. And defund the police. Has this been tried? Is there an example where this has worked? Because on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the greatest idea in the in the history of ideas, 1 being No, that's a bad idea. Really bad idea. I'd say this one sounds to me like a negative five. It sounds like mm, Mogadishu to me. It sounds like, ironically, if we're talking about, well, let's go to a community policing model. Well, unfortunately, that's essentially what happened in the awful uh, Ahmed Arbery case. Ahmed Arbery? Ar- Arnod Arbery. I should get his name right lest I get criticized. Type this in. A-R-B-E-R-Y. Oop, botched that one. No, hold on a second. If I only had hold music. Arbery. Arbery. Yeah, Ahmad. I mean, that was, that was crazy, disgusting, outrageous. Those rednecks should get the fucking electric chair. I don't care if he was poking in at houses looking around that that, we can't have that stopping people in your pickup truck with rifles. Hey man, we want to talk to you. What are you, the fucking police? No, that's community policing. And you know, if we defund the police and that's the model we go to, you're going to see a lot more of that. And it's going to be bad. It, it'll be hell on earth. If you ask me, because every white neighborhood is going to patrol itself the way you expect. Black neighborhoods, the same. Hispanic, the same. Asian, the same. No. But in an effort to remain open-minded, if there is an example where defunding the police has been tried and has been a hit, some country, somewhere, let me know. I'd like to know. Lastly, speaking of guns, I went to the gun range over the weekend. I went with my brother. This is my second trip to the gun range ever. I went with him to an indoor gun range years ago, immediately did not like it and said, you know what? I'm good. I'm very pro second amendment, but I not super wild about guns. Well, obviously with things being the way they are, I've said to myself, you know, probably should get a little bit comfortable maybe with handling a firearm safely and shooting one. So my brother and I went out to this outdoor gun range just across the border in West Virginia, and I'll tell you, the first thing I noticed was as soon as we come up to the range and I start hearing the pop 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 and the boom 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 on the other side of, you know, the the house that is the entryway to it. My heart rate started to go up and I started to get uneasy. But by the end of the day shooting and for my second time, I realized, okay, I'm now more comfortable around gunshots. I'm more comfortable around, you know, the vibration in your chest. Because when you're shooting an AR-15, I mean, that thing is a boom, boom. I mean, it, it's concussive in your chest. And so you got to get comfortable with that, which I did to a certain extent. And I shot a number of guns. What's funny was, you know, my brother's like, all right, try this one. Okay, try this one, try this one. And, um, you know, I would like shoot five or six of whatever it was he gave me and there'd be maybe five or six more left. And he'd be like, you don't want to shoot more and I'm like, "No, I got it." Like gun shoots target. Mhm. I mean, I had fun shooting at the targets. I uh one of the guns I shot, I think it was the 357 Magnum. I was quite wild with. Of course, the, you know, the target wasn't that far away, but it was far enough away that And the gun was powerful enough that I was missing the target pretty good. But then my brother gave me something called a FN 5.7 made by this company, Fabrique Nationale Herstal shoots a 5.7 by 28 caliber round. I have no idea what that is, but it was a, it was a smooth gun, not too loud. Kickback was not too bad either. And I lit up that target. I mean, I just put a cluster right in there. Also shot the Fabrique Nationale PS90, which is this weird-looking gun. It's called a bullpup rifle. Same caliber round and also very smooth, not too loud. Pretty badass gun, but both of those are very expensive. I'm like, yeah. We met a guy. He was right next to us. This was funny. So guy right next to us shooting, young guy, 30-something- there by himself, all geared out with his tactical pants. And he's got, you know, his knife on his side and all the gear, you know, the, the <laughs> you have this belt. He's got one pistol that's, you know, on his belt and he's got a, uh, you know, like a, uh, some kind of knife to deal with stuff. And he's got his glasses on the shooting glasses and the headphones. I mean, and he kind of had a, uh, bit of a beard and a goatee, orange red haired guy and, I'm sitting there just waiting around for my brother to get some things, you know, set up for me. And I noticed there's a lot of shell casings on the ground. And there was this, it looked like a, a, sort of like a broom, but it was like a magnet on a stick. And I get, I was like, oh, this is what you use to then pick up the shell casings. So I start moving it around and it's not picking up the shell casings. It's because they were brass. It doesn't pick up brass. It only picks up metal shell casings for certain types of ammunition. And, you know, he was like pointing that out. He's like, yeah, it doesn't pick those up. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm new here. I'm a noob. What do you want? I was just trying to clean up. I was trying to be helpful here. And so this guy, John, his name was, comes over and uh, we start talking. And he was so into his guns. He talked about having a not a Glock. Apparently you can get a Glock, but you can get, a bottom half of the Glock that is 3D printed that has no serial numbers, not traceable. You then have to modify it by Dremel tooling certain holes and fitting it just right. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, "Wow, man, you're super into your guns." But he was a nice guy and he was, you know, he said, "Oh yeah, if you get into this, man, you'll love it. It's this is the second most expensive hobby in the world compared to like just getting into uh, collector cars." Nice guy, though. I mean, and I asked my brother afterwards, because, you know, my brother's no rookie or novice with firearms. I said, what do you think of that guy, John? Was he cool or was he a douchebag? He goes, oh, no, he was cool. I'm like, okay, good. Remarkable range of different types of people at the range. But I felt totally comfortable around them. Because they're all responsible gun owners. Like, they're not the maniacs. They're responsible people. And it was... Just funny because there are so many different types of people. There was there was women there, and there was one woman with her daughter, I believe. And that's great and everything. There was a, a two boyfriend-girlfriend combos that I could tell. Um, interesting, very interesting. And then there was like an old dude, bald head, cigarette dangling. He was on the, the long rifle range because they had this outdoor range is like a 50-yard range a 100-yard range, and a 300-yard range. And he was there with his rifle, and he's all sighting it, and he's burning a grit. And I'm like, yep, looks like the kind of who's, guy who's out of gun range. But no, I've not bought any guns yet, far as you know. I might have a huge armament. Don't come try me, man. But I don't know. Might be the time to get into it. We'll see. All right, lastly, well, two last things. Can I ask about masks? for a second. I'm not mocking anybody who wants to wear a mask because they feel like it makes that. They feel like it'll help. Or if they feel like, you know, it's probably not going to do anything, but I've got an underlying condition. I want to wear a mask just for a while longer. I'm not mocking you. I'm not, I I'm trying not to mock you, but I, I want to know. Cause I see more people still driving in their cars with masks inside. And I'm just thinking, are they too lazy to take it off? It takes a second. Surely they're going to drive for more than five minutes and they don't want that mask on any longer than they need to. As somebody pointed out on Twitter, you know, this thing got out of a level four virology lab. Do you really think your flower print Homemade cloth mask is going to stop it. I also saw a guy walking on Sunday morning alone in a neighborhood with a mask on, with his dog. Nobody around him. Beautiful morning. I'm thinking, what? Why? What? What? What is in that guy's head? Again. I've got an underlying condition. You can never be too safe. But do you even know? Like in Loudon County, the number of cases is minuscule. I I don't have it looked up right now, but I mean it's like a two hundred in a in a county of five hundred thousand. It's weird. So if you wear a mask either in the car or wearing walking your dog, while no one else is around in a quiet neighborhood, why? I just want to know why. That's all. Oh, by the way, New York, according to Mayor or Governor Cuomo, did 60,000 tests the other day, only 1% positive, 1%. That's great news, right? So open up, right? Open up, open up, open up. No, no, we're going to go slow. Got to go slow. Hard to find coronavirus news now. It's all about the upheaval. Finally, this. Jacob Fry, the mayor of Minneapolis, where all of this began, as liberal and progressive, young and dynamic and handsome as can be. If ever there was a guy who you'd think he's on our side, he got a Cersei Lannister walk of shame over the weekend. Unbelievable. Take a listen to this. He was at a protest in Minneapolis where they do want to defund the police. And he said publicly as mayor, I can't get with that. I think that's a bad idea. Here was the result. Take a listen. (laughs) By the way, he's walking slowly through the crowd by himself, t shirt and jeans, mask on. Nobody's with him. It's incredible. If you didn't know he was the mayor, you'd have no idea. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm gobsmacked. This guy's as on your side as you're going to get, Minneapolis. Shame. 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 Shame Tell you what, there's a Chinese proverb, may you live in interesting times. I think for some of us, times are just a bit too interesting. That'll be a wrap. Thanks for downloading. Thank you to Chris Broussard for sitting in the Mobile Strike Studio. More of those interviews in the van coming soon. I promise you that. It's fun to get it out for a test drive. Don't forget, please change your subscription to Red Circle. When you get a chance, if you get hung up, we'll get you untangled. Just email me, zave at yahoo.com, and we'll be on. Have yourself a great Monday, everybody, and we will see you next time.